Ah, 2019, a year of major pivoting for me. Both of my online businesses look radically different than they did on January 1st, 2019. And although the road was bumpy, I am so glad to be exactly where I am right now. From stopping sponsored posts, closing up my online shop, changing my core niche, retiring products and launching new ones, I'm spilling everything in today's episode. I wanna take you behind the scenes on my thought process on why I made certain decisions this year, talk you through how to pivot in your own business and and why it's so important to lean into the things that light you up. That is all coming up in today's episode of the Passive Project Podcast. You're listening to the Passive Project Podcast, where we talk about how to build your online business to make more income, more impact, and give you more freedom in your life. I'm Gemma Bonham Carter, business strategist, mom of two, lover of passive income, automation, and coffee. Welcome to the podcast. All right, so since it is officially coming to the end of December and we are about to hop into a new year, I kind of thought I would do like a little year in review podcast episode, partly because I was doing this myself just as like a personal exercise of kind of looking back at where I've come in this last year and then starting to look forward to the you know, the new year to 2020 to setting goals and kind of thinking about my business and where I wanna take things in this new year. And I'm sure you are sitting down and doing the same thing. And sometimes it can be really beneficial to look at where we've come from, right? Because often, I'm sure you feel this way, we get into this like rut of thinking, it's like we're on a hamster wheel and we're like running for dear life, trying to get ahead, trying to do the next big thing, trying to hit our goals. I'm sure you are super ambitious and motivated like I am and have really big dreams for yourself and your business and your life. And sometimes it can feel like we're not getting to our dreams fast enough, right? I'm sure that like so many of you have felt that same way like I have. But the thing is, when we actually look back at how far we've come in a relatively short period of time, it can suddenly put things really into perspective and kind of be like a confidence booster of like, yeah, I did actually do a lot in this last year. Like, look at everything I've accomplished and kind of bolster you to go into the new year feeling really great about how far you've come. And so I went through this exercise for myself and just kind of thought I would share on an episode here with you kind of what my year looked like in 2019, because it's been a giant year of pivoting for me. And I'm, I know lots of other entrepreneurs who had big years of pivoting as well. And so basically at the beginning of the year in January of 2019, you know, I was coming into the new year with like for my, with two businesses. So I run two online businesses. One is my lifestyle and home decor blog, The Sweetest Digs. And one is my business coaching business at jammabottomcarter.com. And When I came into the new year, okay, with the sweetest digs, I decided at the end of 2018, I decided I was not gonna be doing sponsored posts anymore. Like even though they brought in revenue, um, they the ROI for me was not great enough. Like I would be putting in quite a lot of time into sponsored posts and creating content and taking photos and writing it up and going back and forth with, with brands. And all of that time, 
you know, could be better spent in other areas of my businesses. So I decided no more sponsored posts as a blogger and then um, did continue to focus on like my three other streams of revenue for that business, which were display ads. So that's like, you know, when you land on my blog and there's ads that show up, I work with Mediavine for ads. And so I get, I make money. So the more traffic I get to my site, the more ad money I make. Affiliate revenue. And so I embed affiliate links into any blog post where it makes sense, where I'm recommending a product. And then lastly, my online shop where I sell physical products and I use a print-on-demand dropshipping model to do so. So those were kind of my three monetization streams that I came in to the new year with the Sweetest Digs and um, with kind of a heavier emphasis on my online shop, I would say, than the other two. Uh, And then for GemmaBonhamCarter.com, I came into the new year with one product. Like I was selling my Launch Your Shop online course, which is a $497 online course that taught other bloggers how to also launch their own online shops using the same print-on-demand dropshipping model that I had used for my shop. And in 2018, like I sold that course a lot. I worked with a lot of students. I scaled that course. I, you know, I created an evergreen funnel for it. I live launched it. Um, We had lots of wonderful students come through the door and I really enjoyed working with them in 2018 on on launching all their shops. Um, They were, there's like some, especially amazing students who who launched incredible shops and monetized their businesses or their blogs that way. So that was really exciting. Uh, But I only had that one product for Gemma Bottom Carter, that was it. Um, And so I knew that like at the end of 2018, I'd been getting a lot of questions about digital products. Like, yeah, I talk about online shops for physical products, but what about digital products? How had I grown my Gemma Bottom Carter business selling a course? And I felt super like called to um, talk more about that. And I really enjoyed talking about that with entrepreneurs. And I knew that, you know, I the success I had had could be replicated by so many others. And so that is why um, one of the very first things that I did at the beginning of this year of 2019 was I launched the Passive Project, which is uh, my membership program for digital product entrepreneurs. And it was like kind of a shot in the dark, you know, like this was like a brand new venture for me. The membership model was a newer thing. I'd done courses in the past, not a membership. I was pivoting in terms of what I was talking about, the niche I was serving, like who I was going to be helping. And so we started that and got 40 members in our first launch, which was really exciting. I just basically launched it to my email list. This was not a big live launch, no ads, nothing like that. Um, And so we had the those kind of founding 40 members. And I basically created content as we went. Like I had already mapped out what my signature method was going to be. I had already mapped out what all the lessons, what I wanted to teach on, all of that kind of thing. But I created that content kind of with those first 40 members by my side and dripped it out to all of them and kind of went into a heavy, like the after we launched that sort of February, March was like, pretty heavily focused just on creating content for the Passive Project and dripping it out to the members and working with the students there and kind of better understanding where they were at, what they needed, all of that kind of stuff that you do with a with a kind of a baby product, right? 
So that kind of took me through the first part of the year. And then by spring, around the springtime, I did a live launch of the Launcher Shop course um, for anybody who basically had been on my email list. So I was using all that time, I was using an evergreen email funnel to sell the Launcher Shop course, but inevitably with any kind of evergreen funnel, you know, you're, you have people coming through and maybe like, a, you know, a certain percentage buy the first time around through your evergreen funnel. But then you have all these other people on your email list who didn't buy the first time around, but since then you've been able to like warm them up on your list and you wanna offer the product again. So that was what I did in the spring with Launch Your Shop. Uh, it was a live launch, but mostly just to my existing email list peeps. And, um, but at the same time, I realized in and around the springtime, like the, you know, I had launched the passive project. I was still running Launch Your Shop. We were creating lots of content. I was about to launch this podcast and I was feeling, you know, overwhelmed, right? Like I only have a certain number of hours in my day to dedicate to my online businesses. And so something had to come off the plate. So at the time, I had been running ads for my online shop for at the Sweetest Digs, and I had been, you know, posting on social media for the Sweetest Digs. I'd been sending out regular email newsletters. I'd been doing all of those things. And I just realized that as much as my heart used to be in that business, I was feeling so passionate about my Gemma Bottom Carter business, and I was kind of letting that stuff fall off kind of the plate a little bit or just not doing it as well as I knew I could have been. And so I made a decision to kind of turn ads off for my online shop. I basically stopped posting altogether on my blog and on my social media for The Sweetest Eggs. Like if any of you follow me on The Sweetest Eggs on Instagram or anything like that, I'm sure you noticed that I basically dropped off the face of the earth around springtime. And I just felt like taking a break. Like, you know, when you just feel burnt out about something, you just need to take some time and step away from it and kind of reevaluate. So I think a lot of times people feel nervous to do that, but it can often provide the most clarity, right? When we just shut down and walk away and kind of have a think about our next steps. And so that's what I did in the spring and through the summer. And then by fall, um, we did our first kind of major passive project live launch. So by that time, I'd been running the passive project for, I don't know, six or seven months by that point with those initial members. And I did have some, like I had an evergreen funnel running for the passive project already. So I did have members, you know, trickling in um, every, every week, basically during that time. So our membership numbers had grown. Uh, and I'd gotten to know, like, who the members are, how to best serve them, kind of got into the groove of the membership a little bit better, figuring out what the monthly deliverables should really look like, what is useful for our members and what really isn't. Um, like what we started with at the beginning of the year, what we thought our monthly deliverables would be, we kind of rejigged them as by this time, like six or seven months in, because we realized, um, you know, what people actually really found useful. So then that takes us to doing our official Passive Project live launch in the fall. And we ran ads for that. We did a webinar. It was kind of like the full-on launch experience. And we welcomed 100 new members, almost like on the dot, I feel like, uh, during that launch. 
actually side note, I'm pretty sure I had like been writing that in my journal, like that that was the goal, 100 new members, 100 new members, and like thinking about it and trying to visualize it and all that stuff. And that was exactly the number that we welcomed. So that was like just a weird little woo-woo thing happening for you <laughs> uh, on the side. And so that was happening in the fall. And then, you know, because I had taken this break from the sweetest eggs, I did I like I was able to come to this sort of moment of clarity and conclusion around like I really it was okay not to run the social media for the sweetest digs. Like I'm not wanting to work with spon- like to do sponsored posts or work with brands and it's not as though Instagram or Facebook were ever big drivers of traffic for me. My traffic comes from Google and Pinterest. So it was okay that I wasn't on social media. And the thing about the email newsletters were the email newsletters were amazing when I was really actively promoting my online shop, because that was how I got a lot of customers and conversions. But now that I wasn't really focusing on the online shop, and again, like using social media was one of the ways that I really um, increased my online shop sales too, right? Because, you know, we see something cute that somebody posts on Instagram. And of course, like that often will lead to the sale of a product. But since I wasn't using social media anymore, that wasn't really something I was focusing on. So all told, like I was really seeing a big decline in my shop because I wasn't doing social media. I wasn't writing email newsletters anymore. I did not have any ads going to it anymore. So I basically decided that my blog, like The Sweetest Digs, I mean, the big play there for me is ads revenue and affiliate marketing. Like those are my two big monetization channels. They're also the two most passive channels. So making that decision of like that was gonna be my focus for the sweetest digs basically felt, it gave me like a big, it took a big weight off my shoulders is how it felt. I felt a lot of relief. I felt a lot of um, kind of clarity about what I do want to work on for the sweetest digs and then all of the things that I could take off my plate. So, you know, I was able to really realize, okay, like for the sweetest digs, all I really want to do, and it's the part that I enjoy doing the most, is publishing blog posts. Like I still love to publish, like to prepare and publish blog posts that have awesome content. And that is what earns me money like through through traffic and I have somebody who helps me with my Pinterest management so that's kind of like off my plate and um, and then I generate Google traffic just like with SEO and I can I just inherently get that um, I've sort of op- I know how to optimize my blog posts for SEO and all of that stuff because I've been blogging for such a long time and it meant I could still kind of run the sweetest digs as I did in the very beginning, which was like super, super on the margins of my life. (laughs) Like basically the time I work on the sweetest digs is like when I have my laptop on my lap, on my couch, watching Netflix. Like my husband often will work one to two nights a week and in the evenings. And so those evenings, I just set myself up on my couch with my computer and I can just hammer out a bunch of blog posts while I'm watching Netflix and it doesn't feel like work. It uh, it doesn't feel onerous. It feels like it's like an enjoyable thing for me. And it's kind of what I've always done. Like that was how I started it way back in the beginning when I still had my nine to five job. That was what I did when I had babies at home, like 
all of it, right? So I've kind of reverted back to, I don't know, old school blogging because it's working for me. So that was um, kind of a big realization that I had you know, in this tail end part of the year. And it has allowed me to really be able to dedicate myself fully to my jumponbottomcarter.com business, which is where, you know, I get so much fulfillment and I love working with, you know, the people I get to work with and helping them build their online businesses. And so basically kind of the, like where this sort of led me was, um, Black Friday in November, I realized that this would be a great opportunity to potentially offer some new courses and like new product ideas for my GemmaBottomCutter.com business that I had been mulling over and sketching out and planning here on my own. And I had been like thinking about these for 2020, but I kind of thought to myself, well, why don't I just put them out there? No real sales page for these. I'll just like talk about what they're going to be and pre-sell them and see if anybody is interested who who already like follow and trust me, right? This is basically just to my email list. And so I did two new course offers. One is called Build Your List Bootcamp and the other is called Course Creator School. So one is about all about how to build your email list using collaborations. And then the other is kind of that first step of like how to actually get started and create your first course. Because I found over the year, I sort of realized quite a few people came into the Passive Project who were who felt like maybe the passive project they came into it too soon like they didn't have their course or membership or whatever they wanted to sell they didn't have it built out yet and so you know there was like a step before the passive project that I could have helped them tackle in a better way and so that was why I decided to come out with that course and so I anyway I offered these two new courses as like a pre-sale and people purchased both of them. So it kind of gave me that validation I needed that yes, these are courses people want, I should follow through with these ideas, and it's kind of lit a fire under me to actually deliver them, so I'm delivering them live the first time around. And for 2020, then you know it means that I can just focus on continuing to grow and evolve the passive project. I'll be working with those new students inside those two new courses. And then once those that first like live round has gone through, then I'll market those offers. Like I'll probably do lot like bigger live launches for both of those courses. And by the end of the year, have both of them running on Evergreen as well. And in 2020, you know, I can just continue building on on my own like visibility and partnerships and collaborations and that kind of stuff. So the other thing I realized was like the Launch Your Shop course, which had really gotten me started in this whole world um, of digital products and as a business coach, you know, now that I've sort of made that shift myself with the Sweetest Digs, I don't know, it felt a little bit out of alignment now to continue selling it. And it felt like I was, for, for the last like half of 2019, it felt like I was continuing to try to jam these these two niches together of like t- of trying to sell Launcher Shop to, you know, especially bloggers who want to start selling physical products and talking to online entrepreneurs who want to sell and grow and scale a digital product-based business. And it felt like these two different things that I kept trying to jam together. And ultimately, I think like what actually makes sense is to just retire the Launcher Shop course, which feels totally weird to say and think about doing because I spent so much time creating it. And it, you know, it we have 
had over 500 students in there. A lot of the students have seen big success. Um, I definitely like enjoyed creating it, but it just hasn't, I don't know, something has felt like out of alignment, especially now that I have shut down my own online shop. It feels like I'm, I'm one of those people who like, I like to teach about the things I'm doing now and what's working now. And so if I'm not gonna run an online shop in 2020, I don't feel like I'm the best person to be teaching on the strategy because what if the strategy changes, right? Like what if, um, yeah, like what if I'm not the best person anymore to talk about that? So so anyway, that's kind of where I've come to at the end of 2020. So when I look back, it, you know, initially when I think like, oh, you know, what have I really done this year? And I look back and think, oh my gosh, like I started with this one course that now I'm retiring. I have this amazing epic membership that like people are loving and we have over, you know, 200 happy members in there who are getting incredible content every single month and growing their business business like crazy. I have these two new courses. I created um, several mini offers over the course of the year. Some of you might have purchased those like 52 prompts or email that converts or webinars that work. Those were like mini offers that I created that have all been like really helping all kinds of digital entrepreneurs, right? And like, so I did a lot in the year. And then in terms of the sweetest digs, I also feel so much better having all that clarity of like where I was at the beginning of the year, still trying to do all the things, right? Trying to monetize in all the ways I used to, but it meant not doing any of them that well because I was stretched too thin to now having this really good clarity about exactly what I'm doing with that business and just letting it, you know, be this like fun side hustle that I get to do that still brings in really great money. And so just kind of an interesting thing to be able to reflect on and see how far I've come. So I encourage you to do the same thing for you and your business. Like look at your year from start to finish and think through, you know, all of the paths, maybe they might've been really windy, but like think of how far you've come and all the different things you've done between January and now to get to where you are today. <clears throat> and then also as you do that, think about like what went well, what didn't go well, what elements of the year, like what felt really good, like what felt in alignment with what you're meant to be doing. Because I think the more we can lean in to following our intuition on that kind of thing, the more successful we will be in our businesses because all of that like radiates. It comes through on your messaging, it comes through on your emails, it comes through on your social media presence. When you're out of alignment with what you're offering or what you're doing in your business, everybody else can feel that, right? And like people aren't gonna buy your offers, people aren't gonna book your services. None of that's gonna happen because it's just not feeling in alignment. So take a moment to reflect on your year and and then start looking forward to 2020 and thinking about what it is that you should really be, you know, doubling down on and going bigger on in 2020. So I hope this episode has been helpful. I hope it encourages you to do that exercise. If you do end up doing that, you know, tell me about it. Snap a picture, tag me on Instagram at Gemma Bonham Carter on Instagram. And like, let's start a conversation. I would love to hear about what your plans are for 2020. And I would love to hear more about how this past year went for you and kind of what big milestones you accomplished, because I am sure that there are many. So that is it for this episode. I will officially see you next time in 2020, guys. Have a wonderful new year and I will see you in January. 
Everyone tells you to grow your email list, that it's your ticket to profitability as an online business owner. And they're right. But what they forgot to tell you was that unless you're consistently reaching out with valuable and relatable content, your subscribers are going to forget all about you and ignore those sales emails when you do send them. And that's why I created 52 prompts. With just 20 minutes a week and my 52 newsletter prompts, you can turn your subscribers into super fans with weekly emails that are entertaining, engaging, and get them ready to buy when the time comes. No more looking at a blank screen, not knowing what to write in your weekly email. I have given you a prompt for every single week for the entire year. Grab 52 prompts and a bunch of freebie bonuses over at gemmabonhamcarter.com forward slash 52 prompts.